1: Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard as we return to the comforts of domestic football after a bruising week for Scottish clubs in Europe. Celtic will be hoping to convert more chances than they did on Tuesday when Hibs come to the east end of Glasgow. St Mirren host Kilmarnock, informed Dundee United are in Dingwall and Livy St Johnston meet both looking to get back to winning ways. Rangers post Liverpool recovery starts tomorrow at Motherwell but Conor Goldson faces months on the sidelines. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me this afternoon Gordon mark Wilson and Hugh Evans. We've already had the
2: Battle of Britain this week. That didn't go terribly well. Now it's a tale of two cities: Glasgow versus Edinburgh at Celtic Park, and Sposter spent yesterday defending his shot shy strikers. But the facts are Dyson has scored one goal all season. Kyogo has scored one goal in the last eight games and Abada has gone off the boil. It wouldn't surprise me if Ange Postacoglu left a lot of them out today. Mark Wilson has been quite the week But lots
1: of good football to look forward to today
3: Certainly saw a bit reactions I think today And the Celtic fans going along We'll certainly look for a reaction after midweek's game And then on to tomorrow It'll be the same for the Rangers fans But today Gordon Celtic v Hibs Another one that everyone looks at in the calendar And expects to be a cracker St Mirren looking to wheat frog Hibs into third place if results go their way today And Livingston a chance to go back into the top six Looking forward
4: to it Looking forward to a nice weekend of football gone. I think we'll get bags of goals. It's a good fixture list. Obviously starts today. Everybody will have their eyes on what that Celtic team's going to be like. Plenty of changes Maybe be forced And then I look at The the, the games down there St Mirn, Livingston St Johnston And a massive one already Ross County Against an Informed Dundee United
1: Yeah what well, to look forward
4: to This afternoon
1: We've got Four big games In the Premiership To wait until tomorrow Of course Motherwell Rangers And Aberdeen Hearts Great fixtures In the Championship League 1, League 2 And beyond So strap yourselves in We are here from now Right through until 6 o'clock You can stay in touch All afternoon On Twitter Clyde SSB and I will give you the nod later on when it's time to have your say on the open line only one place to start though we're back to Celtic Park uh, after Champions League action this time it's Premiership Gabriel is alongside Fraser Wishart
5: Yes, yeah, Celtic back in action today. I imagine Ange Postacoglu has made five changes to his team from midweek. He's freshening it up as his teammate to go five points clear at the top of the table before a wounded Rangers play tomorrow. Things have slowed here recently. Just two wins in the last seven for the defending champions. Those two were in the league. And when you look at the table, it still has been an impressive start, winning eight of their league matches. There's some injury concerns long term, of course. Captain Callum McGregor, Jota and Carl Dahlfeld are all still out. But the changes we made today are more from a freshening up things point of view. The five players that come in are Ralston, Bernabe, Moy, Forrest and Yakimakis. And the 11 is as follows. Joe Hart in goal, a back four of Anthony Ralston, Cameron Kartovich, Marit Jens and Alexandro Bernabe. Midfield three of Aaron Moy, Matt O'Reilly and Rayo Hatate means Said Saeed moves back into the forward line alongside Jorgos Yakimakis and James Forrest. The substitutes Segris, Taylor, Kyogo, Abada, McCarthy. Idaguchi, Albergard, Maeda and Juranovic. And what about the visitors? Well, Hibernian are up in third place. They won four of their last five and were unlucky not to get at least a point on Tuesday night against Dundee United. The Lee Johnson era is beginning to gather pace, but this is certainly the toughest test of the season so far. He's made two changes from last time out. Louis Stevenson comes in, making his 550 appearance. Harry McCurdy, also comes into the side, it's his first start as a Hibs player. Their 11 is David Marshall in goal, a back four of Chris Cadden, Ryan Porteous, Paul Hanlon and Louis Stevenson, midfield three of Noah Kenner, Joe Newell and Josh Campbell and a front three of Martin Boyle, Nikola Kukurevic and Hiram McCurdy, subs, Schofield, Cabria, McGinnis, Jair, Henderson, Mitchell, Yuan, Fish and Rocky. Now speaking to stand-in Celtic captain Cameron Carter, which is yesterday, Fraser, uh, and he admitted that Celtic haven't hit the heights in recent weeks, but he said it's all part of the plan you just think today with a home game against decent opposition it's the perfect game to to get back on track and then hit top form again Yeah
6: and there'll be a full house here as as well Gabriel who will come here and expect their team to take the game to Hibernian and their team to to win and it's been a long few days I think for, for Celtic supporters and Celtic people who work at the club and all the players as well because you know they're virtually out of Europe it's a real blow but when you play for the old firm you play for Celtic you can't feel sorry for yourself they have to come back and win today and win with a wee bit of style and Hugh giving us the stats about the goal scorers earlier and the forwards earlier it just shows you the strength of the squad though they can leave all these players out Jota's out they've still got bad Maeda they've got Nikiogo on the bench and they've still got quite a potent strike force so there's no excuse today for Celtic they have to come here win and win with a bit
5: of style yeah, that's right, Gordon. A big day, a day, especially for the forwards coming in. Yakimakis and Forrest you're looking at them. Can they hit the heights? Can they get back in the goals? Kickoff is about 50 minutes away.
2: It's a bold team selection from Ange Postacoglu. The last time he made this many changes was against St Mirren in Paisley, and that didn't go very well. Um, but I can only repeat, Kyogo's not been scoring regularly at all. Dyson one goal this season to his name. Abada. A terrible sitter Missed at uh, Perth Last weekend And generally Gone off the boil Jota Unfortunately for Celtic Not fit to play So it's a bold Team selection Particularly up front With Forrest Jakomakis And Banovic.
3: Certainly is interesting Especially that front line I mean Jakomakis Could argue for For starting of course Because he always Seems to score And Kyogo. Hasn't been himself recently. I think everybody would agree with that. Haxabanovich off the left, Forrest off the right. Well, I mean, Forrest's been there, done it. Um, so he, he knows what's expected <laughs> of him. Uh, and at the back, Ralston coming in. Well, Ralston's never let his manager down, really. But Juranovic is such a big player. Um, it's a, it is an interesting team selection against a Hub side, although they were beat midweek. Can cause problems So it's going to be a test For that Celtic backline Today again But plenty going forward No doubt about that Yeah,
4: certainly Squad rotation um, With Postacoglu today And uh, the benefit of that Is he's got quality players I look at that team I still think there's Bags of quality All the way through it Uh, Bernabe I keep saying I think he's got to be A top player for Celtic I really like him At left back Good opportunity this afternoon to show the Celtic fans at Celtic Park what he's all about Hags of Benefits has got to play in his normal position he likes playing out in that left hand side he's played off the, the strikers the last few games Gordon so he's a quality and delighted to see Forrest back he brings so much mm. for it you know I know he's been out the picture I know he's not first choice but he brings bags of experience will he won and Jager Makis up front Put the ball in the right areas, You will put the ball in the back of the net It's still a strong team for me
1: Are you surprised there are so many changes Fraser, because no one When people question it, I don't think anyone's saying The players that have come in aren't good players It's just sometimes the sheer number, sometimes it's the size Of the disruption, we only need to go back A couple of weeks as Hugh says Make changes, lose against St Mirren And then nearly every Celtic fan on the Monday night Phones in and says too many changes Were made, but Ange Postacoglu Clearly sticking to his guns
6: but well, I don't think there's anybody that to, to, has been left out that could argue with it. You know, I don't think Kyogo's been at his best. Maeda, you know, gives all that effort, but he's missed a lot, a lot of chances. Abada just seems to have gone off the boil a wee bit in the last few weeks as well. So, in terms of the strikers, I don't think any of them can really knock in Ange Postecoglou's door and, and, and say I didn't deserve to, to be dropped. But one of the one of the things that Celtic have had qualifying automatically to the Champions League meant they didn't have to rotate their squad in the early part of the season. So week in week out, they pretty much played. The strongest squad before the Champions League started. So that's meant that guys like Forrest and others have really been short on match practice and they're going to be needed. You know, there's going to be needed over, over the course of this season. So for me, I think it's a good decision to, to give these lads a chance. They've been champing it a bit. It also gets them a bit more match practice as well, it's a bit fitter for, for games that are coming up. And it's hardly a weak team, let's be honest. You know, when Celtic and Rangers make 4-5 changes, there's little change to the quality of the players that are coming in. So, so there's no excuse today. Five changes or not, Celtic should win this game and win it by a couple of goals.
2: Well, uh, you know, I, I take issue with Fraser In certain elements of that team selection I think Iranovic is a better player than Anthony Ralston um, I, I do take his point that the, the forwards If you're not scoring Then you've got no complaint However, we'll see what happens from 3 o'clock onwards Because it's a good idea If it refreshes and re-energises Celtic And they win the match It's a bad idea If Celtic drop anything at home it's also, I said, it's tough,
1: Mark, isn't it? Because you, you if you are resting players and hoping to really go foot to the floor in the Champions League, and then you're not managing to win those games either.
3: At the moment, that it must, it must be tough to try and, and find that balance. Of course it is, but the, I go back to Ange um piece a number of weeks ago now, where he says that the starting eleven just now wasn't necessary. He's eleven for the full season and. It, you know Fraser touched on it quite rightly there the the guys on the bench are of a quality to get into any side in this league so he has to pick and choose his times to put them in now the exertions the other night in the Champions League I know what that's like that's hard to continually keep going game after game they've got another midweek game coming up in the cup as well he's obviously thinking I've got this squad mm. I'm going to use it it's up to the players I had a, a wee pop at the, the subs last week said that they weren't good enough when they come off the bench to make an impact well Today, these guys have got a chance from the start. They need to make it count.
1: Let's hear from both managers then. Ange Postacoglu first and Lee Johnson.
3: Yeah, Lee Johnson's come in and he's obviously, um yeah, he's made a lot of changes uh, from the club from last year. And, um, you know, he's, he's kind of boarding players that I think will suit the kind of football he wants to play. It's a process, obviously, with all these things. But they're certainly, um, you know, they've been really good form. Um, you know, apart from the midweek game, which I still think they played well in, but obviously the result we've been against them, their recent form's been good. And, um, yeah, we expect a good challenge, but again, at home, you know,
6: we've been really consistent with our performances over the last sort of 15, 16 months and, um, you know, we just got to make sure we bring the kind of energy that we know we can and tempo um, in the game
3: and um, when we do that, we're, we're, we know we're hard to stop.
5: Our game's our game, you know,
1: the big challenge for us is whether we can obviously implement that uh, on such a big stage and against such a good side. You're not just playing Celtic. Sometimes you're not just
5: playing the 11. We're playing the ball boys as well, which are world class, let me tell you. So the tempo that they create, and listen, it's all like really admiration for the club and for the setup. At the same time,
1: it's a big test, and at the same time, I've promised that we'll go to every game with the intention of winning it, and this won't be any different. So one game down in the Premiership three more big
7: ones to go Paisley for St Mirren Kilmarnock watched by Roger Hanna yeah, just listen to the boys at Celtic Park there. And if Celtic do get a home win this afternoon, Gordon, a win here for St Mirren will take them back to third place in the Premiership tonight. And Stephen Robinson's side, you would fancy them because they've won five of their last six games here at the Smyzer Stadium. Their last two meetings were Cook Kelly, both thrilling 3 3 draws at uh, Rugby Park in the League in the Scottish Cup. And Kelly haven't won in Paisley for a couple of years, so everything points to a home win. A couple of changes for St Mirren this afternoon. Ryan Strain back after injury, Jonah Ayunga back after suspension. Both missed. That 4-0 defeat to the Rangers at Ibrox last week. Alec Gogic and Alec Greve dropped to the bench. So, familiar looking St Mirren's side. Trevor Carson and goals a back three. Marcus Fraser, Declan Gallagher and Charles Dunn. Across the middle Ryan Strain, Keanu is Ethan Erhohan, Mark O'Hara, the skipper and Scott Tanser. And up top, Jonah Ayunga and Curtis Main on the bench are Minsky, Shaughnessy, Tate, Gogic, Flynn, Kilty, Henderson, Grieve and Brophy. As for Komalik, well, Derek McInnes's men could do with the result here. You see these midweek wins for Ross County and Dundee United has ensured only goal difference is keeping Kilmarnock out of the drop zone As before kick-off this afternoon. They have taken four points from the last two games in the league though and they were looking to keep up that unbeaten run ahead of a, a League Cup quarter final at home to Dundee United on Tuesday night which Kelly will believe will offer them the chance to get back to Hampden. Two changes for McHarris' side as well. Joe Wright and Ryan Alabiosu come back in after that two-two draw with Hearts last Sunday. Lewis Mayo and Ben Crescent both drop to the bench. So it's Zach Hemming and Go- It's a back three, Ash Taylor, Chris Stokes and Joe Wright. Across the middle, Ryan Albioso, Blair Alston, Alan Power Rody McKenzie Jordan Jones and then up front Daniel Armstrong will support Kyle Lafferty on the bench Walker Dorset Mayo Chrisane Lyons Polworth Warnock Dodge and Cameron and the referee at a very wet Smizer Stadium this afternoon Gordon it's Chris Graham not too far down the road in Paisley with Roger Hanna let's go
1: along the M8 where the big question I think from the Tony Macaroni Arena David Friel is how are the new goalposts because this time last week there was a bent crossbar there was David Martindale the living manager out with his toolkit trying to fix it they ended up playing with a portable goal you know the ones with the big wheels on the back Uh, how are things today
8: yeah, they're OK, gone. but I witnessed a dramatic moment earlier. I was here nice and early, and just as I came in, setting all my stuff up, three Levy officials marched towards the goal. The measuring tape came out, and I'm thinking straight away, not again, but all's good to go. The goals are pulled out. No issues, knowing David Martindale, Daley probably spent the night here, just guarding the goals, given how many hours he puts in at Levy, um, just to make sure there was no issues. But yeah, they look good, they look fine. Pitch is looking as it always does. Classic pitch, and the sun is shining, so a good day for football here. And I think the most important thing for David Martindale is that you know his players make use of the goalposts li- uh, this week after the defeat to Ross County last week. They were very, very unlucky, but they have lost their last two against Murn and Ross County, so they'll be motivated to get the win today. As Mark said, it will take them back into the top six. I think this one's really important as well for Livy Given to play Rangers next week and then Celtic the following week. So, a big day for them. They make just one change, Stephen Kelly comes into the place, Andrew Shinney in midfield, level lineup. up 4 4-3-3 as usual, Shamal George in goals, Nicky Devlin, Ayo Obalai, Sean Kelly and Christian Montano at the back with Jason Holt, Stephen Kelly and Scott Pittman in midfield with Dylan Bahambula, Curtis Guthrie and Joe Nubley in attack, subs for with are Hamilton, Fitzwater, Penrice, Kankar, Longridge Boys, Shinney, Ginkalvez and Anderson. As for St Johnson, everybody saw their last-minute agony against Celtic last week, they came so close to that draw for George Chakamakis to score that goal, but... They've actually done quite well at the Tony Macaroni in recent seasons. I think they're unbeaten in the last four visits and they've actually won three of those games. So, Callum Davison will be hoping the plastic pitch won't be an issue. And they also come into this game off the back of two defeats as well. So, huge game. As I said, they can actually overtake Levy today. It's ninth versus eight. So, big one for them. They make two changes Theo Baer and Stevie May come in for Nicky Clark and Max Kutcher So, St Johnson will be the usual sort of. 3 4 2 one formation Remy Matthews in goals, Alec Mitchell, Liam Gordon, Andy Considine at the back with Dre Wright, Ryan McGowan, Melker Holberg, and James Brown in midfield, and Jamie Muffin, Stevie May in behind Theo Bear. Subs for St Johnson are Parrish, Gallagher, O'Halloran, Montgomery. Crawford McLennan Phillips Kucharavi and David Witherspoon and the referee at the Tony Macaroni is Kevin Clancy
1: Oh what a relief Hugh Keevans last thing we
2: needed was a bent crossbar two weeks in a row Well listen the goals are in fine working order however it's about putting the ball into the net that's the problem for Livingston because Ross County are bottom of the table and they've only scored five goals this season. Livy are only two better off. So they they really need to be doing more in front of goal, never mind the size of the goals. Yeah, get the
1: spirit level away and the shooting boots on. That's the message from Hugh Keevans, ahead of Livingston against St Johnson. Ross County... Are at home, Dundee United the visitors, but the fact that that game's in Dingwall means only one thing: that Dave Galloway's had his pre-match wimpy on the way to the game. Am I right, Gordon? You know me
9: too yes. well: spicy bacon, quarter pounder, <laughs> chips, and a large diet Pepsi.
1: Very nice. I like how you went diet, Dave, just to just yeah. to keep a wee eye on things. That cancels
9: it out, doesn't mm-hmm, it? I'm sure. Oh, uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, great to be here as always. Uh, of course, today sees the bottom two uh, go head to head and. and and both teams share the worst goal difference in the Premiership on minus 13. County at least go into the match having got their first win in eight last weekend by beating Livingston and they kept a clean sheet as well which will have given them some confidence back at least you'd have thought. United have staged a mini uh, mini revival thrashing Aberdeen and following that up with victory over Hibbs, and they'll be aiming to turn a good week into a very good one the Tangerines added to the squad. Uh, late last night they signed ex Hearts midfielder Arno Jum on a two-year deal and he is on the subs bench. To the teams then for Ross County. A couple of changes. Uh, Johnson and Hewula replace Watson and Olegby. So it's Laidlaw in goals. Johnson, Baldwin, Iakoviti and Purrington at the back. Tilson and Cancola sitting with Edwards, Calican and Hewula behind the main striker. White, the substitutes today. Eastwood, Dominic Samuel, Danda, Sims, Loturi, Watson, Olegby, Akio and Smith. Dundee United, no changes whatsoever for them as they go for three in a row. Ericsson in goals, back three of Smith, Edwards and McMahon. Midfield, Freeman, Sibold, Levitt and Behich, with Middleton and McGrath uh, behind the main man up top, Watt. The Substitutes: uh, Birigiti Mulgrew Niskanen Pollitt Fletcher uh, Jum Mikison uh, Anaku and Harks. and your match referee here in Dingwall is Craig Napier
1: your Premiership pre-match picture is complete at this stage on a Saturday we get all the guys involved open all the mics and have a good chat about the week's biggest talking points I wonder what that'll involve you'll find out next
0: action as it happens and your reaction from five on the Line. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Hugh Kevens, Mark Wilson, and Gordon D. L. in the studio. We've got the top team all around the Premiership grounds this afternoon where we've already been to give you the team news. So, very much looking forward to Celtic Hibs, St Mirren, Commarnock, Livy, St Johnston, and Ross County, Dundee United. Now, at this stage on a Saturday, we do regularly look back on the week's biggest talking points and it's pretty hard Roger Hanna to look beyond that bruising week in Europe some people want to lump it all together count up the goals against column. let's do it a bit more individually first and start with Ibrox on Wednesday night how do you look back on it now?
7: Um, Historically bad Gordon um, Rangers did well for an hour but these games last 90 minutes as Giovanni van Bronckhorst is discovering um, and it shows the gap there is between Scottish clubs and, and European clubs um, I, I was looking at some of the statistics from the game you know the possession statistics corners, shots shots on target and actually Rangers did worse at Anfield the week before than they had at Ibrox on Wednesday night, but everything bad was condensed into those last 35 minutes, half hour, after Roberto Firmino made it 2-1. And I think the thing that will alarm Giovanni and Broncos the most was the speed and scale of the collapse once Conor Goldson and Ryan Jack went off. They're two players who have been mainstays for Rangers in recent times. They're going to be out for a period of time now, certainly until after the World Cup. And there are a few players in the staff, at Rangers, who are now going to have to step up like never before. Uh, Fraser, where do you sit on the predictable
1: fallout of come on this is Liverpool this is Mo Salah this is multi-million pounds what do you expect versus that's all well and good but you still shouldn't lose 7-1 at home
6: well I think if it's Neil the head you shouldn't lose 7-1 at, at home losing to Liverpool is, is no shame And Liverpool took 9 off Bournemouth earlier on this season and they've done it to, to other English Premier League clubs but I think Roger the head, it, was, it was the manner in which they lost you know when you saw the goals going in there just seemed to be the heads are going down nobody was talking to each other nobody was grabbing the thing with the scruff the next thing listen we need to just show up here you know 4-1 you're not going to come back so let's just try and see the game out and it was the, the number of goals in a short period of time that were, that were pretty pretty worrying but I, I think you know overall for Scottish teams it's, it's becoming what do you want you know the, with the beginning of the season it's all about let's get into the Champions League Get into Champions League and all the money, the money, the money. But over the recent years, even Brendan Rodgers, Celtic, you know, they've taken a few heavy defeats as well. So that's what you get at this level. So it's either is it that or is it the joy that you get on the field of play that Rangers gave their supporters last season when you're playing down a level, but you can compete at that level and get there. But it's but it's for less money. And I don't know what the what the fans would want more. But uh, certainly it was the manner of the defeat. Losing to Celtic, losing to sorry, losing to Liverpool, losing to Napoli, even losing to Ajax. It can happen. They're very, very, very good teams, but it's the manner of those defeats, you know, particularly Ajax away and Liverpool at home, you know, and I think Giovanni Van Bronck will have done a lot of soul searching over the last few days, looking at his squad, thinking, who can I bring in to try and bring a bit of stability and a bit more fight and determination to this team? But I suppose in that question,
1: maybe some of the
6: the problems of the performances
1: this season lie there. Because you're talking about, you know, the drop-off in level when you go to the Europa League it's it's not the dog and duck Rangers those joyous memories that you talk about they still came against Borussia Dortmund and RB Leipzig and getting to a final against Eintracht Frankfurt and being a penalty kick away so you know is that what's frustrating some of the Rangers fans they felt like they had at least learned to come close to coping at that level if that's if we, you know if we're, if we're drawing the line expecting to win fine but did they think they were closer to coping
6: yes I think they did uh, Gordon and you're absolutely right I mean, RB Leipzig came here to Celtic Park and, and won during the week and Rangers beat them last uh, last season so I think the Rangers fans are beginning to think well can we compete against the big clubs the Liverpools of this world no but they probably thought they could do better against the likes of Napoli and, 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 and Ajax etc as well but uh, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on at at, at Ibrox. There's a lot of injuries now, and you've you talked about Goldson uh, being out, and that's a big one. And he seems to be the one that organises the team. He seems to be the one that's the voice in the dressing room and uh, on the, on the field of play. So somebody else is going to have to to step in and, and and do that. But it's been a bruising experience, you know, to lose seven-one. For any team Is very very difficult When you're a Rangers team Who are used to winning Winning in Europe last year Winning domestically They're not used to losing Never mind losing so heavily It's going to be interesting To see how they react You know With that kind of You know A number of key players out How did they react tomorrow At, at Motherwell But uh, I think after this is all over To be out of Europe And all the clubs I think will be out of Europe Within the next week or two In November It's going to be I think a real sit down For all these clubs And have a look at How can they do better
1: How valid in your mind, Roger Hanna is cri- is the wider criticism that's coming at certain uh, departments of Ibrox. Let- let's start with the manager, for instance, um, because people are talking about you know the other night, oh you can't defend a set piece like that, or Alan McGregor's clearance or whatever. But you know the scattergun then comes out afterwards.
7: How valid is criticism of Giovanni van Bronckhorst overall? <laughs> Look, there needs to be criticism because if people are content to take the praise that comes with reaching a European final in Seville then you have to take the criticism that comes with a record equaling home defeat um, it, this is happening quite a lot for Rangers you know they lose a goal and then suddenly another goal is lost quite quickly it happened at Celtic Park on a couple of occasions, February and September it happened after James Sand's red card at home to Napoli um, it happened in Ajax and it happened again on more than one occasion on Wednesday night. That is something that Rangers need to prevent from happening, and that is down to the manager and his staff on the training ground. Um, they're losing a big voice, a couple of big voices in Goldson and Jack. Fraser said you know, they didn't seem to be talking to each other at the end. Uh, that's something that needs to be addressed. You know, They, they might go to Mullerwood tomorrow with Ben Davis and 18-year-old Leon King at centre half. So they need to become talkers, they need to become communicators, they need to become leaders, if you like. People need to start putting their hand up and taking responsibility for what's going on there. And first in line for that has to be the manager. Uh, I guess it's just the nature of it Hugh, you know, when there is a defeat so
1: heavy the talking points are not limited the, uh-huh. you know, we've, had, we've had all sorts even last night, well, recruitment's not good enough, Giovanni van Bronckhorst isn't doing well enough, the players the board, I've heard all, the medical team I'm sure are getting it at some point as well for, for the injuries
2: I'll go back to the very first game we played uh, in the group against Ajax I think the, the manager set a, a negative tone by saying well, we can't Really, compete at this level, it's unrealistic to think we can. Then they take a passive attitude to the remainder of their games. They've lost 16 goals in the section so far. They continually make mistakes, do not learn from them, and make the same mistakes over again. Uh, I go back to the manager having created that mindset. I think the players are quite happy to say, Ah, well, you know, and James Tavernier joined in by saying getting into the Champions League is a bonus. Celtic have lost seven Champions League matches in a row at Celtic Park. Seven. But they keep coming back for more. Ange Postecoglou's philosophy is they'll come back, they'll try, and they'll play their own football. Now, some people might say that's the wrong attitude to take and that he should... Learn to modify his game. However, at least give him credit mm. for having a go and being in the matches. Rangers are taking a passive attitude to their work and they're nowhere near the matches. Uh, I mean, David Freel, I understand why people do it, and Fraser's given us the big,
1: you know, the, the overall picture of our Scottish clubs that aren't good enough. Ange Postacoglu doesn't sound like he wants lumped in with all of that. You know, listening to him yesterday, he launched a fairly passionate defence of Celtic's sense of belonging at that level. Yeah.
8: I think it's probably fair enough if you look at the body of evidence of Celtic's four games Gordon, you know, first hour against Real Madrid very competitive, missed chances shot Donetsk away should have won the game, missed chances again Leipzig again for the first hour missed chances and then the other night I think Leipzig over the two games were better than Celtic but I think Celtic have been competitive and I think if the strikers had been on it they could have easily been sitting on four or five points just now and I think that's the tale, you know understand how it's all lumped in together I think Rangers have other questions to ask in terms of, or other questions to answer sorry in terms of mentality and, and how it's gone and how they've collapsed in certain games I think for Celtic the focus should be on the strikers because I just don't think they have delivered you know I like Kyogo, I like Giac- Giacomacchus but at that level with good chances they just haven't delivered and I think it's probably going to give Ange Post to food for thought going forward if Celtic do get back to the Champions League do they need better in that number 9 position?
4: Yeah, I understand what everybody's saying. I think that... if you look at the Champions League and I think you is, is spot on I think if you're a Celtic fan you're more happier with the performances and effort that Celtic are giving in the case of chances in, in front I think if you're a Rangers fan you'd be very concerned about Wednesday night especially when it went to three or four I think Fraser makes a great point Matt's played the game we've all played the game as a, as a player you know that game's away from you the one thing you would then look to go don't get embarrassed Batten down the hatches, try and make it as difficult as you can, sit in, don't give them. The collapse gone. I've never seen a Rangers team give up like that in a long, long time. Um, and it was embarrassing for them. It really was. Look, Fraser's right, Liverpool have done that to teams like Bournemouth in the English Premier League. But when you come to Ibro and you've been to Anfield 2 0, they come out of Anfield 2 0. And to me, they, they seem quite pleased with that. Wednesday night, the minute it went three to four, you could see it happening. Even the manager took a back seat and sat, when the, the, the cameras went on him, he took a back seat and he sat, if they say, I don't know what to do here, because the players don't know what to do, that's alarming for me. I think if you look at their big players, the Ryan Kent of this world, I look at Kamara, I look at Marellis Ticking his, his contract away He's not contributing a lot to it I know that Cholak's been in good form I look at certain players That have offered nothing I look at the goals they gave away Now, when you're playing Liverpool Who are under a little bit of pressure Klopp's come in for a bit of pressure You go one up, what a great start You don't let them back into the game Way, And I'll say it again An amateur giving away Uh, Corner kick And (coughs) Firmino stands there And just heads the ball In the back of net Too easy I thought Rangers collapsed And it's alarming for me I think there's a Mentality issue At Rangers At the minute And it could
3: stretch back All the way to that game At Celtic Park When something doesn't Go their way In the big games Against top opposition They sink Very very quickly Now the argument Again is the Europa League If we're taking that aside The Celtic games The Champions League Things don't go their way there seems to be nobody that steps up and galvanises a team and pulls them together to get them through. I agree with Daz a bit when the cameras went on van Bronkers Yeah, he looked shell-shocked. But the players on the pitch seemed to believe what their manager had said in match day one that they couldn't compete. Now that's, that's a, a huge problem. If you're in this competition you've got to find a way of competing. Now if that's, if that's getting closer together and saying we'll take a 3-1 defeat here
2: at home so be it. But... They were lost. Ange Postacoglu's taken off with people who criticise Celtic's performances because, as you said, Gordon, it doesn't want lumped in with everyone else because he is playing his football and they are competitive in the matches. And to be fair, it isn't leading to a much different outcome because no, you know, they're both bottom of the yeah, respective yeah, yeah. tables. But, but I do think that people come along, the fans of Celtic and Rangers, expect one basic thing. They expect... Effort, no matter who they're playing. And I think the manager, Giovanni van Bronckers set a negative tone in Amsterdam. And Gordon, as a former manager, Mark, as a former manager, will say if you give players an out, they'll take it. The thing I always Wonder about on
1: this show Roger Is is quite easy to fall into The trap of Trying to put Europe Just in its own box And saying Well do you know what The league's the priority anyway And we don't belong At this level All these things That that you usually hear But It is not possible To leave them separate And I know I'm being Very literal here But Conor Goldson Can't play in the Premiership Against Motherwell tomorrow Because he got injured In the Champions League The Champions League Defeat to Liverpool Puts more pressure on Rangers To go and do something at Motherwell tomorrow The Champions League Shyness in front of goal Puts more pressure on the Celtic strikers To do that right against Hibs today so this notion that it can just live on its own, I don't really
7: see how that works 100% correct and you can see it in all the performances, you can include the Hearts in this as well, Hearts ran away as the third best team in the country last season when they weren't burdened with the fixture schedule the type of fixture schedule they're burdened with at the minute Gordon, and they're struggling they've got injuries, they've hardly got a fit sense of half because of the pressure that the fixture last is putting on them, Ange Postacoglu mentioned it last weekend when he was talking about the, the muscle fatigue that is keeping Jotter out of the Celtic team. He was bemoaning the fixture schedule of, you know, a game every weekend, a game midweek, no time to rest and recover from that because of the congested fixtures that come because there's a World Cup that's going to stop domestic football for five weeks. And Rangers are suffering now as well. You can add Goldson and Jack to to an injury list that already included the likes of Tom Lawrence and Ruth and Holander and Hadji. It's difficult to remember a time when so many Clubs were suffering so many injuries, and, and, and the ones who have been hurt worst are the ones who are playing in Europe, the big three. And that's the
1: thing about that, though, Hugh. You add that the psychological impact to it you know, you, you don't get to just forget about Liverpool or forget about RB Leipzig, like we said. Tomorrow, Rangers fans are going there, really expecting not only probably a result but a, a good performance as well to try and, and show that. It's just about being out their depth at that level. It's, it's not having knock-on effects and they can carry
2: on and, and progress yeah. domestically. For some people who support Celtic and Rangers, Europe doesn't matter. Uh, the, the only thing in their world, in their narrow world, is that Celtic are better than Rangers or Rangers are better than Celtic. So people will go tomorrow to Motherwell as 60,000 will go to Celtic Park today and they will say... Will throw a veil over Europe Celtic have to make sure that they win mm-hmm. today And go five points clear See, see that's,
1: that's the bit I'm disagreeing with I don't think they do Because the, A lot, lot is, do well, well why Why is everyone Putting such an emphasis on the Rangers response tomorrow If it's just a completely separate thing Because People will react in that manner On the, on Thursday So you don't think Rangers fans are, You think there's a large percentage of Rangers fans That
2: aren't going to Firth Park tomorrow with Liverpool on their mind I feel like they all will be Every single one of them Well they're, they're, When the doors opened At 4-1 And the fans left the stadium You could see the Depth of disappointment I mean, That's my point They're not going but, Oh well at least Fir Park will be good At the weekend and, and they are embarrassed By what happened to Rangers Because Rangers should never Be losing 7-1 at home Six goals in the second half However The league hmm. Will still be the priority Yeah but, but that's, I'm, it I'm, not, I'm not doubting that Not
1: once would
4: I mm. doubt that You Rangers go one 0 down at First Park tomorrow. Europe will be getting remembered. That's what, the point. That's what I was going to say. If Rangers leave at Motherwell tomorrow <laughs> with no points, let me People tell will you be mentioned in that Europe. Wednesday will come into play. Hundred percent. Anyway,
1: let's go back around the grounds next. We've got big three o'clock games not far away.
0: The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Fast approaching kick-off In the 3 o'clock games We've got four big ones In the Premiership And then two Tomorrow We're going to Get the final build-up To kick-off at Celtic Park So in the meantime Let's go to some Of the other Venues St Mirren Kilmarnock's a good one Just along the road Let's hear from Stephen Robinson And Derek McInnes I
5: think they've been Unfortunate at times Um,
3: The league team Are again as it was last season when I came back up the road very, very tight you know you're, you're two wins from being a top six side and two two losses from being a bottom six side so
1: again it's still very early on in the season I think Durick's put a decent squad together I have you know, a lot of respect for Durick and, and Tony and you know I'm, I'm confident with their experience You know, they all, they'll have a decent season so we're prepared as I say we, we always look at their weaknesses and their strengths and we believe we can exploit certain things and we have to worry of certain things Home form has been more than
8: decent um... But trying to kind of be a wee bit more productive on the road. Um, the fact that we we feel that this week's a significant week for us. We get two home uh, two home games after this, one in the cup, uh, and then Ross County here next Saturday. Um, so we're hoping that we can be, if we can get two league wins and a, and a semi-final place booked in the, in the cup, we feel this is a, a really significant week for us um, in terms of the, the first round of games. Um, you know, I think it's too early to judge or make too many kind of harsh uh, calls on anybody at the minute. But for ourselves, we feel as though um, we are improving as we go, but there's still loads of improvement in us.
1: Yeah, their way form or lack of for kilmarnock Roger is striking, isn't it? It's played five, lost five, scored one, and conceded nine. So the bar's been set pretty low. Can Derek McInnes look for that improvement on
7: the road? Uh, well, we need to look for the improvement, in the road, otherwise it's going to be a very long season for them, Gordon. It looks like quite a quite attacking side today, you know, but they hear good things about Ryan Alibioso on loan from Arsenal up the right-hand side. They've got Jordan Jones, Rory McKenzie, Daniel Armstrong, who's done so well lately. And of course, Kyle Lafferty leading the line of what could be his last league game before um, his his date with the Hamden hierarchy on Thursday so they've certainly got goals in the team but they're coming up against a very very strong St Mirren side Um, Marcus Fraser back into that back three to allow Ryan Strain back into the team, Jonah Younger back up top with Curtis Main, so it's a big ask for Kilmarnock to do something about that away form today, but they are going to have to do something about it so far when you see the likes of Ross County and ability to go to Livingston and win a game um, it's very tight down the bottom and you can't just rely on form at Rugby Park I'm afraid
1: yeah looking forward to that one in Paisley St Mirren Kilmarnock a lot to like about that fixture Livy St Johnston, look we're over Crossbargate going to try and not mention it I'm giving myself maybe three more mentions between now and the end of the show um, but in terms of a football match David Friel They'll be two of the most evenly matched teams in the league. Really, there's only two points between the sides. In terms of, you know, even like the last five games, it's a fairly similar, close to identical uh, record that these sides have got. Did, you, did your season become defined by games like this if you're Livy or St Johnson and what you can do against those teams right next to you?
8: Yes, I mean a lot of managers will say that you know they're not defined by games against Celtic, Rangers, etc. But yeah, as you say, they're even the match so far, and they don't score enough goals both teams Um you said earlier Livy have only 7 goals in 9 games which shows you where their problems lie so Johnson 11 and 10 which is a wee bit better but not great and in terms of conceding goals I don't think Livy give that much away but it's just up the other end it's just not really clicked and it's quite surprising because I think one of the most eye-catching players in the early this season was Joel Nibley. but it's not really translated into enough goals Curtis Garfield will be through the middle today Dylan Bahambula really really clever effective player when he's on it but probably pretty inconsistent And then you look at St. Johnson, you know, I was up up at Tandice a few weeks ago, Stephen Megets, a couple of goals, great, absolutely brilliant. And you just wonder if Theo Baer, he scored against Kelly, can he go and provide the goal? So yeah, definitely evenly matched teams and I think both teams are looking for someone that can maybe just get that 10 to 15 goals scored and what a difference that would make at the end of the season. But you know they're not too far adrift, as you say. Levy could go into the top six. St Johnson could overtake Levy today. So let's just talk, given we've spoken about how, how little goals are scored and we've we'll got a goal fest today. Yeah,
1: let's hear from DIY Martindale. He's had more, um, a more normal build-up to this week's game
3: than last week. A really difficult game I think Callum's He's turned them around um, I think that's him out Out of that wee bit of negativity That he seemed to go through In fair play to Callum He's had a massive squad overhaul And I think they've now got their identity back um, So it's going to be a really, really difficult game And to be fair Even when we're going through that tough period it was still a very I don't think we took point. We took three points out of nine Of them I think last year or maybe four out of twelve, four out of twelve potentially. But they beat is here twice, with eight goals, and that was apparently an underperformance in Johnson team. So, no, I will not be, I'll not be—I'll no be fooled by that if I'm honest.
1: Uh, and Dave Galloway in the Highlands, you're watching a Dundee United side. Only Celtic, Rangers, and Dundee United have consecutive league wins going into this weekend's matches. So, all of a sudden, they've gone from misery to being one of the informed teams in the league.
9: Yeah, Gordon, it, it's an interesting one we have uh, coming up here in Dingwall, um, any revival though by either side it remains fragile doesn't it as they try to climb the table but when you look at the league table there's so many teams just a few points apart so a quick climb up the table could be done just by stringing a winning run together, both are striving uh, to do that, Ross County they're desperate to improve on a really poor home record it's, it's seen them win only one of their last eight uh, league matches here, they've lost six of them, they must do much much better than that, if they've got any hope of getting away from the basement of the Premiership, Dundee United they, um, looking at their past meetings they've found this stadium, the Global Energy Global Energy Stadium a, a really happy hunting ground of late you know, they've won on four of their previous five visits, and I'd say they'd go into this one, backed by a, a pretty substantial travelling support as favourites. Yeah, a
1: basement battle for Dave Galloway 12th against 11th there in the Highlands and that is pretty much you as far as pre-match talking is done we're nearly there 3 o'clock kick-off 5 minutes away we'll go back to Celtic Park next
0: the winning team all season long this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: and it's away from kick-off at all the Premiership venues Celtic Park, of course, one of the featured matches this afternoon So let's go back there uh, With Fraser and Gabriel will take us up to kick-off
5: Yeah, thanks Gordon The league leaders are looking to go five points clear Before a bruised and battered Rangers play tomorrow The defending champions have only won two of their last seven games And was is freshening it up, making five changes their start to the 11 is Joe Hart in goal, a defence of Anthony Ralston, Cameron Cartelinkus, Moritz Jens and Alexandra Bernabe, and Moy Matarali and Reo Hatate are in midfield, with James Forrest, Jorgis Yakimakis, and Seyed Haksibanovic, the front three. They face a Hibernian team who are up in third place and have won four of their last five. They've made two changes to their team, uh, and it is as follows. David Marshall in goal, a back four of Chris Cadden, Ryan Porteous, Paul Hanlon and Lewis Stevenson. Midfield three of Noah Kenner, Joe Newell and Josh Campbell. Martin Boyle Mikola Karevich and Harry McCurdy up top uh, referee here at Celtic Park is Steve McLean uh, and Fraser, an emotional moment there on the park with Frank thank uh, thanking fans for, for support over the years and also in recent weeks as he battles his illness
6: Yeah, a hugely emotional moment I've have a lump in my throat Frank, somebody I, I know well he was, he was my favourite player one of my favourite players at St Nuremberg back in the day and he's probably the favourite player of many, many Celtic supporters of, of my age and uh, he came on the pitch there and gave a lovely speech, a rousing speech to the Celtic supporters who gave him a huge ovation. We know he's not well and I think our thoughts go to him and his family at the moment and we wish him all the best. But uh, yeah, great guy, Hugh will well, Gondiel known well, fantastic company, he was a wonderful football player in his day as well. So we wish him
5: all the best, hugely emotional moment and let's just get this game going now. Yeah, Celtic of course so will want to win. for Frank McGarvey wants to win for all of the 60,000 fans here as well as they look to get their season uh, continuing back on track. what sort of Cameron Carter has uh, said yesterday they haven't quite hit the heights yet. The they want to win, not only win but win well.
6: Yeah, and they want to start the game well. Ange Postecoglou's teams in the last 18 months have tried to start the game really well, really quick pace get an early goal, so I think the first 15-20 minutes will be absolutely vital, not just for Celtic also for Hibernian, who will want to just keep Celtic out, they've got pace on the break, there's a Martin Boyle, look Harry McCurdy making his first start and you kept Milkarovic, who's the, the big striker, I haven't seen him play at all, he looks a big lad there, so yeah, the, the first 20 minutes for me will be absolutely key, can Celtic get over the Blues from Europe and can they start to get back into the routine where they were maybe four or five weeks ago?
5: A huge test for Hibernian, Bernie. No doubt their biggest game of the season. But for Celtic, it is simple. Three points and go five clear before Rangers play tomorrow. Aaron Moy stands over the ball, and he's going to get us underway. Kick-off here at Celtic Park. Clyde won Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with Clyde Built
0: Home Improvements. Trade accounts available now. Call them today.
2: Come on, then, you three duds. How's it going to finish at Celtic Park and the rest of your ACA, please? Very close <coughs> at Celtic Park for me. Hange has made a lot of changes, and as I say the last time he made this number of changes, they lost 2 0. But I'll take Celtic to win 2 1 today. Uh, St Mirren, I think, will beat Kilmarnock. And then I'm going two away wins. St Johnston to beat Livingston. Dundee United to win against Ross County.
3: I'm going to take Celtic to cruise to victory today. Wow, I cruise. think they'll be comfortable,
2: yeah Just like you uh, on the yoga ferry, ferry
3: last week <laughs> Cruising across, yeah, very <laughs> nice uh, St Mirren will beat Kilmarnock Livvy will beat St Johnson And there will be a draw in Dingwall I'm
4: going full house for Celtic St Mirren Kilmarnock draw I'm going Livingston St Johnson draw mm. And Ross County Dundee United are win. Here's one that I'm curious at, Mark Wilson was it always, always, always
1: the captain that gave the speech in the huddle before the game?
3: In my time, yes. Before I came, I believe so, yes. I know where this? you're going
1: with us, yeah. Because it's just happened again, by all accounts. So Cameron Carter-Vickers has got the armband in Callum McGregor's absence, um, but there was... Videos doing the rounds on social media it Looked like the likes the game It was Greg Taylor That was giving the, the big rousing speech You could see him going Hugh And huh? he was very animated And by all accounts today It was Joe Hart that was, that was doing the speaking in the huddle Although Carter Vickers has got the armband on well, For some people, they will not care less I just think it's quite Just an interesting little
2: observation And my uh, response to that observation Is that uh, I read that Cameron Carter Vickers Is not the most vocal at Celtic Park and uh, therefore you need someone who is vocal and passionate I'm not saying you're not passionate about Celtic but apparently of a quiet nature uh, maybe I should let Frank McGarvey do it today I'm actually going to get to him in a second I'm glad you mentioned
1: just quickly two goals going in down the divisions in Scotland Dale Carrick who's in great form Stirling Albain who's in great form one up at Stenhouse Muir and Bonnie Rig Rose one East Fife, 0 Callum Conley, uh in the second minute Stevie May almost scores inside 10 seconds a left foot volley wide Of the target I do want to touch on Frank McGarvey for sure So let's quickly do the teaser Hugh Just so people have got time Uh And then we'll get back to him In just a second
0: The first half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news And opinion online (laughs)
2: Listen carefully That's my advice to you With this one Since 1990 Five players have scored in back to back Scottish Cup or Scottish League Cup finals which their team went on to win. Name them. Since 1990, five players have scored in back to back Scottish Cup or Scottish League Cup finals which their team went on to win. Who are they? at Clyde SSB Uh, that's where you get your answers
1: in Scottish League 2 is the place to be it's absolutely raining goals now 4 for a 1 up at Elginstrand rather 1 up at Annan but on Hugh's teaser if you can take down all that information then good on you you're better than me if you need to read it again go to at Clyde SSB on Twitter and that's where you submit your answers you're looking to do it quicker than everyone else so get thinking and send your answers over at Clyde SSB if you two are going to whisper about it like little schoolboys, just tell me and I'll put your mic off so you don't Give any of the answers. Did you away. hear that? I heard it. Was it <laughs> an answer? Did
3: you hear that? I've discovered that what he can do. He can I, I you know, say something I quiet, quietly mime or mime it. The words, the sound comes out and I don't think he realises. No, I didn't. No. Gordon,
1: <laughs> you're trying to tell me that after all this time, Gordon D.L. and being a loudmouth shocker, that's yeah. your big revelation yeah. for us, yeah. right. okay. Well known. <laughs> uh, Hugh was a nice moment before kick-off at yeah. Celtic Park Frank McGarvey on the pitch as Fraser says you know highly thought of amongst the Celtic fans and other fans of Scottish uh, football of course
2: but um, good to see him out there I love Frank uh, great guy uh, he gave me my first ever scoop on the super scoreboard he played in the cup final for Celtic on the Saturday he scored the winning goal in the cup final Celtic came from one down to win 2-1 Frank Aheader won the cup and I was sitting at the news desk on the Monday afternoon, going to do lunchtime sports desk. And Frank phoned and said, you'll never guess what's happened. And I said, what what happened, Frank? He said, I'm up for sale. (laughs) So he scored the the goal that won the Cup on the Saturday and Celtic put him up for sale on the Monday. But he never lost his love Mm -hmm. for the club. Tremendous uh, Celtic supporter. We know what Frank is going through at the moment. I can only say, Frank... I wish you every success.
1: I love that story, and just from a journalistic perspective, how things have changed. Yeah. The notion that. Jota Phones up this <laughs> office On Monday And says by the way I'm out for six months If yeah, you want to just Change
3: times um, Fraser, Fraser left me out here. knowing known Frank But uh,
1: and I, I noticed like, that
3: He said Hugh knows yeah, him And Gordon yeah, knows him But I, I know Frank briefly And I was involved in Some charity matches Celtic Select <laughs> Against a Rangers Select And we had a host Of these matches And Frank was the manager So I was one of the Ex Celtic players To go along they So was it's only not bit, all no, So like the team is a mixture Of ex pros and, and guys that have and paid guys that want to play so there's only about maybe you four or five years on you? each side and I turn up and Frank's the manager <laughs> and he made me a sub at <laughs> the
4: start of the game I was a sub I can totally understand that and, and, <laughs> and the reason I can understand it is
3: so like
1: some guy that stacks shelves for a living played in your place He's playing right back
4: and, and you're getting paid to be there <laughs> God, was Gordon Frank McGarvey played with Danny McGrain guys like Alan Sneddon he <laughs> wouldn't even know this guy funny <laughs> you should say that I sent Frank a, a nice message this morning to enjoy his afternoon at Celtic Park terrific player I played against him a right few times and also terrific for St Man as well Hugh oh, yeah. um, brilliant player and great lad
1: yeah absolutely good to see him out there at Celtic Park the game started brightly I mean in the, the way you would expect Celtic attacking um, O'Reilly's again in that sitting midfield role By the way Moy to his right Hatati <laughs> to his left So that's the way That midfield is, uh, is lined up today Livy do have the ball in the net um, Through Guthrie But the offside flag goes up Of course This time next week bah. The offside flag might not go Ooh. up And you might just need to wait And get the old VAR call This will be the last <laughs> match day I don't know if I'm allowed to say this out loud right Because I know there's all this concern about bringing it in mid season and so on, and uh, certain anomalies. But uh. do you think we can go out with a bang this week? Then we can get some outrageous decisions
2: this week just
1: before we bring <laughs> bring VAR and Is that wrong I with me? So. To we suggest are, such mischief?
2: This country is the home of the outrageous, whether it's the crossbar having a bend in it, or hearts, showers not working, uh, you know, this is the home of the outrageous. Somewhere today, there will be something. I wonder how the officials Are actually feeling If they're looking
3: they You think they're looking forward
2: no, they to it Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, all, they're all looking forward
1: to it For sure But It's like any job Imagine getting or does it highlight, to it your job but Does like, it highlight How
3: many you get wrong Then like for lines no, I don't no. think it does Because nowadays or assistant they, refs, like, sorry. The, the
1: game is so fast The rules are so intricate Every other country's got it A lot of the rules Are actually written With VAR in mind And yet at the moment Our refs are kind of Having to do it off the naked All eye, yeah. you know, it's like anything that gives you a help doing your job. It's like when Hugh Keaven's had to go from uh, f- feather and ink <laughs> to <laughs> the typewriter. You know, it made it easier for him. It was <laughs> faster. Yeah, and things were were speeding yeah, up. We're progressing. You yeah. Know? No, I'm looking forward it's to. It, but they they got they... Him, the L traded in his old hickory driver for mm. that fancy new one that he's got.
4: Mm. You done yeah. with that yet? I sat down You've already got mould old one You've never paid me back for it Gave you, you a bike You gave me a bike We know never wheels. forget Gave you a bike He gave me Honestly he, he, uh, some, full Somebody bike. read that part That's not even a
3: joke A full, a full no, racer I a full, a full bike I'm glad a racer. it was a full bike Just Gordon. in case
4: people thought Exercise bike A racer I gave you uh, Yeah we know wheels Right uh, I did wheels have wheels Whoever, did have wheels. whoever, whoever was renting the flat it. The bike's gone, so don't come back for it, right? Because it wasn't his <laughs> bike. I'm not being funny though. <laughs> <laughs> the way that
1: you lord the golf club over him is outrageous. And <laughs> that golf club, if you're lucky, is worth 20 quid now. That's more than
4: that. It, it's, it's, it's ancient. Anyway.
1: And you you passed it on to him, and now you hold it over him as if you donated <laughs> do it do it. some expensive piece Right, of I've equipment. got to be up front.
4: No, so I got a nice golf club, but the only reason I gave him it was it's actually illegal now. Yeah, play I've play heard
3: it. that. Yeah, yeah.
4: That's I don't care
1: I'm
3: never going to play in the tour so
4: it doesn't matter <laughs> what's
1: illegal I, I, I can testify to that um, <laughs> anyway we've got one of these
0: Goal Flashes with Clyde built Home Improvements
1: and it's at Celtic Park and it is for James Forrest Celtic in front against Hibbs, a man who somehow goes a bit Unnoticed these days, he's out of the picture quite quickly, uh, given all the new signings. But still showing that at this level, he's got a fair bit to offer. Celtic one up inside nine minutes. James Forrest with the goal.
2: Hugh uh, Evans. Is it coincidence that James Forrest uh, prospers when he's played from the start? Because he's come on various cameo appearances <laughs> this season and hasn't set the the header on fire. Uh, but from the start. Given the crowd And and he understands What Celtic need today They need to Give a positive Account of themselves And uh, James Forrest uh, From close range Has done that for them Yeah It's Haxabanovich With the cross He started really brightly For
1: Celtic He's been involved In everything cross to the back post first time volley close range from James
4: Forrest into the bottom corner for his 99th Celtic goal 99 we'll <gasps> be looking for that 100 this afternoon I've got to say I'm delighted because I've stuck with him throughout the bad oh, times he's one of your favourites yeah, isn't he you've got yeah, that select yeah, little James band it, James is one of my favourites James and Scotty Scotty and, yeah. at Ibrox yes I've got ones that I pick out that people write off very quickly but this guy's started today you've not got the medals and the games under your belt that he's got if He ain't a good player He is a good player He's still got a lot to offer He showed that today And I hope he does get his 100th I'll be happy for him
3: Good cross Good finish Mark Oh fantastic And uh, I mean The ball in is terrific The finish James Forrest has made a career And I've been in the right place At the right time I know he's a winger Running at people But the amount of goals 99 It's terrific I remember all those years uh, ago I'm making his debut I don't all Hugh Kevins has said is do you think and I know what the
1: rest of the sentence is going to be but I'm making hold on I'm doing a personal bet with myself carry on do you think next week VAR might I have had a look at that goal? I knew it I knew it <laughs> it's certainly tight on the
2: old offside tight, yeah. front I'm um, not saying it's outrageous we're talking about outrageous yeah. decisions but yeah, it's this, not, time, this time next week might not have counted. VAR exactly. might have had a look at that uh,
1: we've not seen it slowed down to be fair Fraser and, and Andrew are obviously at the game and feeding it
3: back to us and um, yeah, it'll be interesting. An, an interesting one will be for the fans as well when VAR comes in because, oh. see, that was referred to VAR, and everybody'd be sitting on the ground going, What's going on? Oh, no, uh, because the big screen at Celtic Park will tell you. But does it, sh- that doesn't it show you the, no, you know, what the a, 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 Aye. Um. But a lot of the, then, contentious decisions about tackles and things that fans may miss mm-hmm. in that moment I've heard the reports from down south that people going to games think there's a big gap where they're thinking what is going on nothing's been fed back it's just another yeah, that interesting was thing to
1: lucky enough to go to the, the VAR hub if you like in oh. Glasgow earlier this week and see how it's all going to work and look first things first I've got no idea how successful our refs will make it we wouldn't pretend to but we are quite self sabotaging at times Hugh. you know yeah. we're determined that before it's even started that we'll be rubbish at it and it's a cheap version and we'll make a mess of it and so on and so forth and maybe that is the case going forward but all i can say having been there is pretty impressive i spoke to some colleagues who've been to stockley park the big rich english premier league version and by all accounts our hub is just as good just as impressive does the same job yep. um you know the FIFA, You can't You're not allowed To implement VAR Without ticking All these different FIFA boxes So FIFA yeah. have been in Numerous times Making sure the right Amount of hours Have been done For training Making sure the equipment Works in a certain way So look It's in place Is it going to be Plain sailing No Because no country's Done it plain sailing When they've kicked it off But Let's try our best To give it a bit of a chance
2: Well you need to speak to the SFA's chief executive yeah, don't think Maxwell, particularly Maxwell who, who said it would be horrendous <laughs> yeah, For three months uh, So you know But the slogan is Minimum interference, maximum benefit uh, So We shall see if we can deliver on both those fronts yeah.
1: well, we'll, we'll delve into this a bit deeper During the week as we build up to next Friday Which will be the first game But you know Mark for instance at Celtic Park So what would have happened there Is on the on the big board and it's the same sort of logo that every team with a screen will use it'll come up on the board VAR check in progress possible offside or whatever and uh, that's the way it'll be I think for some of the grounds unfortunately it's just mm. going to need to be the stadium announcer that tells you that <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, see if he's got a sense of humour it's going yeah, to be great that's not
1: going to be ideal because <laughs> look, look, look wait, not every ground has a big stand a big screen that's just no, the way it works yeah. Yeah. I think there are some grounds that are going to look to use you know the sort of v, um, LED advertising
3: boards that run yeah, around like yeah, the one yeah, you that's had a in that time <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah make sure there's no rat and running some, some will be We'll you know using what It does make it a good stadium point manager. The stadium announcer uh, great, yeah, Obviously he's he got A vested <laughs> interest In the game I can't d- believe I'm
5: <laughs> having to say this There's <laughs> a penalty <laughs> check <laughs> underway. This will uh, be
3: great
4: It's but, um, a goal Oh sorry Only kidding <laughs>
1: <laughs> Riling up their <laughs> oh, wee Onions
4: How <laughs> <laughs> do you like The onions I mean David David Fiel,
1: David Field <laughs> makes A very good point right? Livingston will be Using the tanoi. Who do you think Will be in charge
4: oh, David Martindale leave the mic with
1: him In the dugout That'd be great. Um, so that's yeah, the right do, thing. We, I mean, we're we moving do on. All that to, to, we to look to forward up. to, um, and yeah, that's that's the way it will be. So it's all
2: in place, so to speak, and we'll we'll find out. We'll find out next week how it goes. You, Kevin. Well, you know, by nature, we are an argumentative country. No, when it comes to football, not. yes, we are. So <laughs> it will be argument upon argument upon argument. And never mind for three months, it will be horrendous from now until the end of time, but just kind of like what we do <coughs> already, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I mean,
1: we argue that the one thing would be, Gordon, it should stop any <coughs> feeling you know of proper injustice if you're talking about offsides, so called factual decisions. So, automatically, that sort of stuff sort of cleared up. It should definitely help with red card decisions, penalties and I actually think it's a good thing that there's still going to be arguments because I thought that's what everyone said you know when this was just a concept everyone said that debates and a feeling of injustice was part of the fabric of football so for me just a personal thing it's it's good that it'll
4: still get things wrong, if that if that makes any sense. I agree with you. I think that uh, if it was just plain black and white, Gordon, I think... football good. can never do that, yeah, Exactly, it? exactly. So we'll all have our opinions, we'll all have our arguments over it. But the majority of time, and I think the most important thing, it will certainly mm. help the referees the Rangers, who are crying out for it.
2: The just play Celtic before the World Cup starts? No. Mm. Or just as well, then. Uh, they do not. The...
1: The I Can't one, wait it, for that. Match look, for I that. don't. There'll be absolutely no sympathy to our officials because there never has been, and there never will be. But, but just having been there, you know, we talk about. Look, it's a difficult job on the pitch. If off sides and it's so quick, and if bodies are in the way, and, it, and it's a hard job. And these guys only get a split second. The VAR's a hard job, by the way. Oh, okay. You've got The four screens. You've got, you know, you get the game in real time. There's another screen below it, which is like a couple of seconds behind, so that once you see something that you think catches your fancy in the main screen you then need to look um, at, at the one that's behind there's a you know there's a, a VAR he's got an assistant to his left he's right there's the the guy from Hawkeye who's pressing all the buttons and getting all the replays it's, it's and then they have passion. to communicate it to the ref and then decide as we've seen watching many games does he want to come across to the monitor that sounds hard enough but what if and there has been examples of this what if Hibs are on the attack Hugh there's a foul in the box They're checking that To see if Hibs deserve a penalty But whilst they're checking it Celtic got the other end in score And yeah. then you need to check The Hibs won first To see if the Celtic goal would stand well That's funny you should mention And then you need to take so, into account what, what's the, what they call the attacking phase of play I, that's where you draw the line back to So it, It's really
3: tough Will I had get sympathy? Not a chance I had a goal when I went along to Orium. Now I was pitched Into the lecture theatre with all the top referees sitting around me and I'm sitting at the back and they put on a German game, it was, and something very similar to that happened and then and they allowed me to say what I thought. Now I thought I'd spotted a foul, the, the, this and this that and the next thing. Totally wrong. When they broke it all down and then I I, I sat back and went, Oh, I've just made oh, in front of all these guys but I, I was so contentious and difficult there'll be loads of talking points about it to come
0: Bring it on Goal Flashes with Clyde built Home Improvements You know that theory
1: That as long as you're Creating chances You just simply Won't keep missing them Because the law of averages Catches up with you Well Celtic 2 Hibs 0 And Georgius Giacomacchus Has Celtic on easy street already 18 minutes on the clock The big Greek striker Gets involved Forrest with the first Giacomacchus with the second And it's Celtic 2-0 Up against Hibs Well
2: so far Ange Postacoglu Absolutely vindicated He binned Kyogo, He binned Dyson, He binned Abada And he brought in Giacomacus and Forrest, and it has paid off big time yeah. for him. Both
1: of, uh, uh, sorry, was just to describe it, both have come from the left. This one from Bernabe, a really good ball, and then a really controlled but emphatic side-footed finish from Jackie Marcus
4: high uh, into the net and Celtic cruising, Gordon. Yeah, I thought even with the changes today, I know everybody beat Celtic with this stick, they made changes against it and they lost, that can happen, there's no doubt, but Postacoglu's got a lot of faith in his players, it wasn't like they were bringing in young, unknown trialists that you've never heard of that come out the, the 21s, but... You've got quality players in all departments I said to you about the lad Bernabe, I like the cut of him I think there's, you know, a lot to come from him, I think Greg Taylor will sort of uh, respond to that because he knows he's got a terrific challenge to keep his number three berth, but I just think Jack and Mac is point to prove Kyogo Ko- is not firing in all cylinders, nothing better put the ball in the back of net, great mm. start you look at that front three already Forrest has got a goal Jagamakis has got a goal can Hagsabanovich get in that
1: yeah absolutely cruising at the moment Celtic 2-0 up I'm telling you though Scottish League 2 Dumbarton 1 Albion Rovers 1 Stuart Carswell uh, <coughs> with a penalty there so already 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 6 goals already in Scottish League 2 uh, only
2: 20 minutes or so not even 20 minutes in So I'm I'm just laughing we're discussing VAR and getting decisions right and so forth and uh, um, we're talking about the Celtic game and I always remember the late great Sandy Jardin when he was assistant manager of Hearts to Alec MacDonald and I took him up to the, the press box at Celtic Park when it was on top of the main stand at that time before reconstruction and he said to me what a great view up here how do you get everything wrong, Hugh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> A very good question, I must say. Cove Rangers 0 Inverness 1, Stephen Boyd with
2: the goal. Reminders of your teaser, please, Hugh. OK. Since 1990, five players have scored the back-to-back Scottish Cup or Scottish League Cup finals, which their team then went on to win. Name them. Uh, so I should say that when we say back-to-back, it needs to be back-to-back Scottish Cup
1: finals... Or League Cup finals. You know, scoring in the Scottish Cup final, then the League Cup final doesn't count. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah, Yes. Uh, hold up that answer sheet, Hugh, so I can see it because that helps. Um, we've got some good guesses coming in. Uh, Alan Lappin wants to throw in Gary Hooper. Throw him back out. He also wants to throw in Nikita Jelovic. Not there. Blair Brown. And I can see Blair's thinking here because this guy scored a lot of big goals. Tom Rogic. Tommy That's my favourite player FM there. Dafty Wants to go for Ali McCoyst <laughs> Strangely oh. No Shot at Avaladzi No Right okay Keep guesses Keep your guesses coming At Clyde SSB uh, League 1's trying to get in On the action Queen of the South 1 Peterhead 0 and East On 21 minutes For Mark Wilson's Favourite team QOS
3: S- Yeah <laughs> Yeah, goals flying in down the divisions mm-hmm. there, Yeah, yeah. i have seen Jim Mactar saying that Cove are ready to go on a, another run but they're one behind it against Inverness Cali That had a game last night of
2: course Yeah, didn't we? One Queen's one. Park one or both one Thistle are you yeah. know, the, the, the team to look out for there um, but the, the Queen's Park have strangely thrown away points in recent times and the uh, uh, amazing that Bobby Lynn is still scoring goals for I mean, this be. did you see the ones.
1: one during the week you're talking about Scottish football doing what only Scottish football can do with the bent crossbars and yeah. all that stuff did they not get presented with a uh, Oh my goodness, why is the name dropped out? I mean, a Free Bentos Pie. Uh huh. As like I don't know if it was man of the match or something like that. And he's standing with the picture I reckon you'd be happy with that, Free Boy. Have you seem the type uh, of guy on, a free bentos. Yeah. Mr. <laughs> Motivator here. <laughs> oh, the new slimline line version. Oh, oh, oh. See if I need to hear mo- any more about this weight loss. I know. I he's mean, in mo- here this morning, Hugh. Uh, yeah. Can't can't believe it. My, none of my golf jumpers fit. Yeah. Now fair play, right? He's He's shown some good commitment He shed a few But you'd think he had lost 10 stone The way he's gone on There's no way
4: Your golf jumpers
1: don't fit No offence I've been
4: on a diet For a week Stop trying stress me Because stress built Backwards desserts I'll start going (laughs) to the desserts But I'm doing as good As I possibly can you're looking to see if that's right, aren't you? <laughs> I
1: just think you said it wrong.
3: Stress
4: Stressed. stressed. You
1: mean stressed? Spells that's why I stress. said. Stressed,
7: stressed
2: is what? Right.
4: Deserves. Deserves. <laughs> you
2: get know that from? <laughs> is it, is it, so I can stressed. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to write Are that down. <laughs> I'll get back to you. <laughs> I hope it is. Somebody said that on television this week. You've caught it I swear television. it
4: off. I don't watch a telly. Hold on. <laughs> As, we... Uh,
2: that's right
8: enough
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: ah, You like that one? Are man? you after desserts, are you? Yep Yeah, okay
4: Oh, wow. But, but uh, the okay. reason being I thank you, boys you a fat shame right, Hold on, hold
1: you. on Have we got a breakdown In communication here I think there might be Another one of these Yes, indeed I think there is Goal
0: Flashes With Clyde built Home Improvements
1: My apologies A delay on our end And it is 3 for Celtic And it's 100 for James Forrest Recall to the starting 11 It's only taken 23 minutes today He's got 2 Celtic have got 3 And it's a bit of a howler uh, From David Marshall You don't see that too often But well done to James Forrest And Celtic are cruising
2: First time David Marshall Has been back at Celtic Park Since he left the club uh, And then had a, a good career down south But James Forrest has won everything with Celtic and has been an outstanding player in the club's history uh, sometimes remarkably inexplicably made a whipping boy on here When it, if anything goes wrong with Celtic James Forrest is normally among those who get criticised first of all so congratulations to him on his 100th goal for Celtic and Ange Postacoglu 25 minutes in 3 goals up
4: are you sticking with that tight prediction You come out with Well
2: <laughs> if, You see I got it I got it Sandy right Sandy was right got you. it right last week 2-1 for Celtic yeah. And I knew I, I would King be stuck in, I'd be stuck in One in a row <laughs> Goals Goals 5 and 6
1: Against Hibs uh, Over his, his Celtic Wait James Forrest
4: 20 no, and 30 He must
1: Yeah 34 I think James Forrest No he's two years younger, younger than me yeah. He's about th- 30 How was your birthday? Oh, he's older than 30 No, he's, he's 31, two years old, 31 31, I
4: think 31. Yeah, 31. So you 32 or 33 and I'll work out for you Well, it does depend what time of the year we're in Right, of but course. you just said two years So, it's <laughs> not
1: exactly two years to the date He's 31
4: Right, well, I'll tell you I am delighted for the boy Because I think he's got so much to offer He's went right down the peck in order A lot of doubters out there That's terrific for him And well done Congratulations 100 goals It takes some player
2: To score that If you're Haxabanovich Would you feel under pressure To score a goal Since Giacomakis has got one Forrest has got two Haxabanovich has arguably Been the main man In all this I think he's enjoying His afternoon
3: Without the goal So far Um, He's he's terrific But for James Forrest I mean You're invariably going to become the whipping boy at some stage when you're at a club for so long unless you're Henrik Larson of course or somebody like that but it's the numbers we always chat about numbers and wingers and he is the benchmark for somebody that's been at a club just, so long
1: so we're painting the picture more accu- accurately when I said a bit of a howler from David Marshall I meant a, a massive massive howler. howler by David Marshall just so you've got the right idea it's a shot straight at him and he gets both you sort of head height, if you like he gets both gloves behind it um,
2: but somehow Squirms its way over the line Not a classic for him Not a classic for him they're associated with him They've um, had their defeat in midweek uh, They weren't expecting that And now Celtic mm. are ripping them apart This is why I love Twitter The best part of a Saturday afternoon for me
1: I love hearing the goals going in The company's alright But I love how the listeners are just always involved I like to make it feel like You can get involved in it all And if there's ever a moment of doubt They're straight in Gary Cook and... Uh, who else sent Stuart Miller sent me a, a picture of Bobby Lynn With said free Bentos By oh, and kidney By the way For mm, anyone who's Who's interested um, Stephen Duff Is on With you know That smug thing people do He says Afternoon lads Listening uh, From the poolside In Puerto Rico Gran Canaria oh. 27 degrees <sighs> That's enough of you Stephen See it didn't
3: seem That long ago That that was me Listening to you guys By the pool I agree with you, you listen? I was in Tenerife oh, to you. I'll tell you
1: what I should, we should never doubt this but we've got a good argument going here and this is the point where I'd, I just remove myself from any responsibility a history of Scottish football in 100 objects says that that's James Forrest up to 99 um, oh. for Celtic oh, no. um, uh, the man who told me here he goes here's that bus coming was David Friel and he's now backtracking oh and the
8: posty hasn't <laughs>
1: <laughs> the post is on straightly there, I think, <laughs> but but, no, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Celtic seem to be saying 99. Oh, oh Lord, but, David, but, but no. there are, depending where you look, it does say that's 100. So we need
4: to figure out which of his goals is dubious. You've got to find out is Friel now totally backtracking? No,
1: no he's not. He's, he's actually doubling down, if anything. Don't back down double down As the
4: saying goes Oh yeah. so he's sticking with it The big postie I hope David he knows his stuff I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm, I'm going, going to stick with David Are you? I'm going to stick with am going against him mm-hmm. I'm going against him I think sometimes You just open your mouth And let your belly rumble And yeah, it comes I mean, back to tra- tra- you Transfer market
1: <laughs> Said 98 before today So up to 100 <clears> What's soccer base saying? He's a, let's work our way around the websites mm. uh, Jackie Marcus, incidentally it could have been four um, oh, it's a, maybe I think this one a bit more of a half chance headed over the bar so but
2: I take back that it could have been four does Ange Postecoglou take them all off at half time and put on another three? <laughs> Dyson, Hugo uh, and uh, you've got to think, I, I, think the
3: players though. I mean, if you're James Forrest, if you're Jack you want to, to play. Dip. You don't want to come off at 45 minutes. You've waited mm. all this time for a start. You don't want to
1: come off. Yeah. Oh, however, this where the man management comes in, right? Let's take Dyson Maeda specifically, not scoring. I don't know if he's short on conference But it would be a, a sort of Automatic assumption You put him on now When there is absolutely no pressure And if he doesn't score People probably don't mind But it might be a good environment To go on and try and get yeah. a goal And you also have the midweek
2: cup tie At Fir Park Uh <sighs> it's a man's so post-a-coggle type of thing hmm.
4: We're so going Myself in the mushroom
1: are You gonna? I'll do, be good That's Why great. don't you try and Oh, I was going to say it's changed days now isn't it um, because it used to be remembered that Celtic fans got a bit of that main stand so you could have sat like each side of the of the stairs the ride.
4: No, well we're hoping that Mr Burrows so is listening for a bit of so hospitality you, are, you,
1: are you going in the away end or is he going in the home end we're going together we're going to unite the right. teams that together. doesn't answer my question no it didn't, he, well, didn't well, he, he didn't even depend, hear
4: you depends he he where depends where Alan's getting her ticket for <laughs> I, <laughs> and uh, I see the
3: kickoffs offs are in dinner time so if there's any uh, well you I've got an idea why don't you go up to the flat
1: Gordon will cook you dinner uh, definitely you not he'll
4: want to park his car at my house guaranteed that's the only reason he wants I me think, to
1: go I think we can do I think there's something in this yeah. Yeah. I think we'll get the Clyde One cameras along be like a come dine with me Come daz with me <laughs> yeah, If you like guys. You F- too F- Ray Bentos <laughs> Film the dinner Up to the game Get your live reaction As the mother's yeah. goes in Yeah, yeah you know yeah. Sounds good
4: Apart from the dinner you, I wouldn't um, trust
1: you not, Would you not eat anything he
4: cooked oh, 100% I'm no. actually a decent chef I, I know very, that's a lie I'm, no, I'm very because very good You get your dinners made for you No I know that But I'm very good at uh, Rustling things up <laughs> but, <laughs> What are you good at rustling sure up Steak <laughs> I'm very good
8: at steak. <laughs> the easiest the thing
4: you can do no, Now you go so into in the frying pan. Do so what you, for... so you make it. Just tell me how you like it. Well done, or whatever it may steaks. be.
1: Steaks. not eating anything at your house. Uh, anything but, else? That, so steak's
4: your specialty? I'm very good it? at pasta.
1: But again, come on. <laughs> what, good at boiling the kettle. <laughs> opening All right, the jar of hold on a minute what do you want me to say here Did you, do you go for do you make your
4: own sauce or do you just go for a jar oh, I'll of I'll sauce always right, mone okay. sauce yeah absolutely okay, okay. no thanks why are you looking at you <laughs> <laughs> you're standing <laughs> there like somebody who's staying I'm, I'm, I'm looking I'm looking <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is my age by the way I toyed I toyed
1: <laughs> about damn whether it to bring that up <laughs> I think he's I think he's really going for the relaxed look today. There are uh, not that. one, look, not two, three shirt buttons undone. <laughs> we a white t-shirt There's a on. white t-shirt under.
2: Uh-huh. And the, jo- uh, the shirt's outside. outside yeah shirt's outside. outside See, this is, on. On. this is my Francis Rossi look I mean this is my I like know, it I'm it's all cool. for it Asian I like it star, Brian and you need Ferry. a haircut as
1: well no that's part of it he's, he's pulled the fringe oh, down today. it's
3: usually I used to have and I got you
4: <laughs> I looked at him and I thought oh, he's I'm going for, for a
2: status quo you see like the reason why order. I looked at you when you mentioned you only make your own sauce I'm looking at the man who is an absolute stranger to the truth no
4: I do actually I'm a lot it's of people true. out there no, It's, it's true
2: that he's a stranger to the truth I mean Yeah
1: um, Right I, I, Now soccer base apparently says it's 99 For James oh. Forrest He's going to need to score again And put it beyond all Never doubt Never mind his time report He'll not Let's be get interested this. in the game He'll be, he'll <laughs> he'll be he'll phoning
4: goals. He'll be phoning Hannah the, Now it's uh, Paisley What do you think Roger? Well, I double done. James Forrest that scored to. a
2: hat-trick for Scotland One night remember That's So. Right. And that he's doesn't count <laughs> They don't it. count for Celtic Scored four for
3: Celtic yeah,
1: Didn't he Against yeah, St. That, St John's. That was Monday.
2: one of our Quiz questions He would have
3: the no. t-shirt On ready with hundred Wouldn't he I don't think he's that type of. N- absolutely
1: God, not You would doesn't oh. even, He's one of these Doesn't even seem to do Him and Callum McGregor no, no social on. media You noticed are that yeah. Yeah. No, not? no public Well no public one anyway They might have a sort of Private Effort, but um, see, I was talking to you earlier about Frank McGarvey phoning me and so giving me a story. Here, just very
2: quickly, Hamilton Aki's nil, Partick Thistle 1 Brian Graham with the goal. James Forrest has been at Celtic for 100 years. I couldn't tell you where he lives, I couldn't tell you if he's married or single, I couldn't tell you if he's got kids or players now, they're private limited companies. Uh, whereas back in the day with Frank, mm. different then, yeah, a,
1: but to an extent, but like I said, on the social media front, most players have got it and you'll. See what they're up to and, and where they're off to and their holidays and whatever. But Forrest and McGregor tend to just be
3: a bit more. Something to be said for that. I like that. That they yeah they're quiet.
6: I like Why don't
3: pitch. you? Why, why didn't you? Because I'm not a player. I was as a player. I wasn't on social media a as a player. To be fair, you're Celtic's smart Wilson. Bebo and was it people in, in MySpace,
1: MySpace <laughs> when you <were> at <laughs> Yeah, I was cutting about that. But your MySpace song was <laughs> "You'll Never Walk Alone." <laughs> What was the other thing you used to give you your be, give Bebo. your Bebo love? You were giving it to Adam Matthews and Andreas Hinkle <laughs> yep, yep, yep. and Mike Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> what you could only give so much love per day. Is that is that like, <laughs> he only one?
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's a bigger Bebo user than I was. That's my generation do you, I'm do you on you short day. I'm
1: like you. I've no idea. And how many of your you had you had to pick X amount of your top friends? Eight was it? No, six.
3: You certainly you know more about it than them. I do. Yeah, so you don't remember this. I, I was doing it for a brief spell and then I bombarded. But that, it was so. big.
1: You can imagine the politics, right? I can't remember the number. Even I'm getting on a bit. So say it was eight people, right? That you got to select as your top eight. So you might have 200 pals on there, but only eight get the accolade of being in your. So then, imagine you're in eighth place, right? Uh-huh. You come in here on a Thursday, you're doing my nutting, and I drop you out the copy oh. and I put Roger Hanna in. You've, well, you've it. Have, you're straight it? on the text saying, What's happening here? Have we fallen out? So it was, it was big business. Yeah. That
3: uh-huh. would affect your uh-huh. mental
1: health. You'd be. No you wouldn't like that. Anyway, enough about that. <laughs> Goal flashes
0: with Clyde Built Home Improvements.
1: I'd love to say it went in off the newly straightened crossbar I don't think it did but Dylan Bambula has scored for Livy definitely not his 100th goal though David Friel who's there for us from the edge of the box shot deflected and it's Livy 1 St Johnstone nil.
3: I thought that was the way that one would go but two teams really inconsistent when you look at their results and over the last six games but I fancied Livy the day St Johnstone a great performance up at dice. Disastrous at Rugby Park, close against Sale, taking in behind today, so you never know what you're getting with them this season. No, although um Martin, Marvin, Marcus Bartley no. will be happier him and David Martin. How's his head?
1: he's no, still got a big scar on it. Has
3: yeah. he? It was a Did you see the picture? No. Yeah. Marvin. So head.
1: you know they talk about what do you do? managers and play managers and coaches getting overly involved in mm. training. When really they should know better. Yeah. They should just take a step back and leave it to the team David Martindale's out on the wing he looks up floats in a high cross Marvin and the other first team coach go up for a header clash heads blood
3: everywhere the by the way it, yeah, got, the was that David Martindale they with the cross? It, yes i I wondered wondering that when I was watching yep. it what a ball that was <laughs> he doesn't move like I thought he would move because <laughs> he oh, looks I, like a winger I, I said before I went to do some work and sort of
1: was at Livy training for most of the day and he's very much involved in the training obviously because he's involved in everything but he's not bad he's I pretty thought pretty it, was, yeah. it was was Davy Martindale but I thought it couldn't be he looks mobile more mobile he do, than he me? in the, the training game he's the he does the floater yeah. role <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> he just <laughs> picks it up and then just starts <laughs> pinging passes around <laughs> Marvin's conduct on the training pitch is a disgrace quite frankly the way he swears competitive at the, the way he swears at like the goalie coach who's the ref or whatever for the staff to be training <laughs> game. No, I mean, genuinely, yeah. like proper vitriol.
3: See, w- I can't that imagine she- that.
1: I know, because he's the nicest, like, I even mean, he's in here, and, but no. Aye. Oh, no.
2: Well. Anyway, Hugh, the teaser, how's it going? Right. You. Since 1990, five players have scored in back to back Scottish Cup finals or back to back Scottish League Cup finals. Which their team then went on to win Name them Name them,
1: right How are we getting on? Let's try and eliminate some uh, Matthew wants to throw in Henrik Larsen. Ah, strangely again Not Henrik Oh, he's even gone for a guy who didn't score many Kieran Tierney No um, the back. And Lewis has gone Chris Boyd Again, strangely, but no Right, let's get one of these Goal Flashes
0: With Clyde Bell's Home Improvements
1: Informed Dundee United are behind It's Ross Callaghan who's been in the headlines for red cards and so on More than goals this season But it was a fine finish, ball in by Purrington And Ross Callaghan with the goal to make it Ross County 1, Dundee United nil Into the top corner, Malky Mackay's happy
2: Well, how do you figure out this league? You know, it seems to be that every team out with Celtic and Rangers can beat Every other team uh, because Dundee United had a magnificent 4 0 win over mm. Aberdeen. Then they've had a terrific win midweek, and now they're playing the bottom team and they're behind. And a great moment for Dundee fans because
1: just as United go behind, they go in front. Paul McMullen has them one up on air. United, Stenhouse Muir level against Stirling Albion, That Weatherburn on 39 minutes in that one. So keep your guesses coming to that half time teaser. I'll reveal the winners and the answers. Uh, in the not too distant future maybe in a few minutes time so one final chance to get them in uh, you know just when we were talking about your your weight loss again Gordon it's been a real theme of the show in the last couple of weeks um, you, like he does every like he does every night when you're on Curious Creatures oh, again no, churning out some more poetry what for you <laughs>
4: um, this guy destroys me
1: no, I have to read them quickly first, though, whilst I'm talking to make sure that they a
3: bit um, One was close the other night. You two it? talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, that was close. He's one the other night I quite liked about your downstairs. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, is that borderline? Mm, is it? Nah, it's borderline.
1: But the thing is, creatures knows that when he sends them in he's not precious. He's not. He's not. Doesn't get angry at me if I if I don't Very, read them out. Creative, but this is where you know. Um, so the, a half time one you know when that the right a moment right at school. I'm gonna t- I'm taking you way back here. You might need to consider yeah, yeah. yourself out of this one. I'm looking at you, Mark Wilson, mm-hmm. where the teacher was off, and some other deadbeat came in who would never <laughs> dealt with kids before, and just yeah. it was chaos. Yeah. And the TV used to get wheeled oh, in. Well, producer Callum's dude. off. Oh! And it's dafties like Chris and Michael that are in charge. So I'm Green
3: wondering light. If, we could just, if we just read it anyway. Ah, Callum won't be listening. Well, Chris Go for it no, no. Mm.
1: <laughs> Go no, for it. There's Whale a wheel f- in the telly. No, no. Nah. Oh, come on. In the t- <laughs> There's quite a uh, I mean I'm usually okay With innuendo But pfft. Is it Just borderline nah, We'll just leave it ruined. for now I'll get back to it later We'll <laughs> see how brave I feel <laughs> We've got five minutes see if I'm being five per- minutes See if a half time pie Perks me up Gives me the bravery uh, to go for it. Hatati's got the ball in the net, but rightly flagged for offside. Would VAR have changed it next week? Aww. Fraser Wishart's confident this one's okay. <laughs> um, and Celtic look like they will take a very comfortable and perhaps could have been more, but they'll take three into the break at half time. Hibbs have offered. Nothing, no. Gordon But don't worry Because we've been inundated With callers this week Because it's all about budgets And if teams get more money There's nothing you can do anyway That's it, anyway. it. That's so that's it. That's Case all
4: closed Lee Johnson can come out And say look We can't compete at this level And Celtic presumably Won't get much Don't deserve any credit for this No, I just think that Um Everybody questioned that Celtic side today They kept getting beat with this stick About St Man the changes And another day, they changes They can go easily and beat St man With the quality they had on the park It was all credit to St man I'll give them that But today, at Celtic Park With those changes Freshen it up Forest comes on there Bags of experience Still plenty of quality in
1: that side. Yeah, I don't think there's any real complaints about that offside decision. throws one Falkirk one Craig McGuffey just before the break. Good time to equalise there uh, in that one for Falkirk, and he has done. Uh, what else have we got here on Twitter? Just making sure the answers are coming in. I'll reveal them. Oh, I see once you open that can of worms now. HZD's showing off he's in Mallorca on the beach. Great time to go away, isn't it? Oh, Yeah, it's just getting
3: cold. Pretty, pretty uh, horrid out there, huh? Eh? I had to get on the big jumper, the big hoodie today, because you won't put the heating on you, because it's extremely I'm not even joking. Oh. I've put the heating on once. That's seen once that's, once. that's my new charlie. Oh, mine. mine was on this morning. <laughs> I got I got myself hot water
4: bottles. That's what Serious you want to get. Aye, uh, <sighs> that's my new charlie. Why don't you come back to men or we'll stick the heating off? <laughs> <laughs> you old romantic. <laughs> you can the
3: turn pl- even a conversation. You <laughs> about know <laughs> about water bottles into <laughs> uh,
1: something else. Do you know the thing is that's exactly the type that is exactly the thing that everybody's uncle has been sharing on Facebook this week. And that's where You're he's got 100% it from. Right. <laughs> some sort of weird flaw, <laughs> some like colourful image. <laughs> yeah. And he's uh, thought, Oh, that's
6: brilliant. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna
1: steal in that one. Oh. Can't wait to see that watch. Incredible. God. And we're going look into this to see if it's true. Pozog says mm. producer Chris says, "Is this true that it's, it's International Mushroom Day?" That's certainly
3: happy birthday. Ah, oh, thanks. That's your, great. Big, uh, your big day, apparently. You know what? I was. I thought I was shaking off that tag until on no, Thursday night. Never. Somebody, somebody, come on and says, "The Dazzler are yeah. the mushroom," on and the it phone. just comes back. You know I Do you not like it? I
4: think it's a good tag to have
3: yeah it is apparently international
1: mushroom I'm (laughs) well chuffed at that congratulations it's almost Um, that birthday Ben Armour has been sent off for abusive language apparently just before the break for Forfer so he's on to the the early bath so to speak and uh, just counting down the minutes really to the end of the half Celtic three up St Mirren Kelly is goalless Livy one up on St Johnson Ross County one up on Dundee United let's round it off Hugh yep
0: the second half teaser with the Scottish Sun.co.uk football for the best football news and opinion online.
2: Since 1995, five players have scored in back to back Scottish Cup finals or Scottish League Cup finals, which their team then went on to win. They are Odson Edward. James Forrest, two goals today, going for another hat trick. Musa Dembele, mm-hmm. Claudio Kinesia, and Mark Hatley. Uh, this might be the first time ever.
1: Producer lonely. Chris, any right answers on that? Don't think so. Nothing that's ever Kinesia happened. Think... Don't think Kinesia, I think. ever and before. Who got four then? Who was closest? Who we giving it to? Who we giving the old uh, sympathy prize to? Derek Morrison Well done Consider yourself the winner Of the first half teaser Derek Morrison Well done Half times are starting to go uh, Round about the country I think one minute added on At Celtic Park So we're in a bit of a race To see which whistle goes first Um, And it is Dingwall Dave Galloway
9: at half time here in Dingwall it's Ross County 1, Dundee United 0 early goal mouth excitement was in short supply for the hosts Tilson shot from the edge of the box was wide and at the other end Laidlaw beat McGrath in a race for the ball following a ball over the top United turned up the pressure forcing three corners which came to nothing County counter attacked and Freeman's back pass put Eriksson in trouble but the visiting keeper managed to clear for a throw in County's White had a couple of headed efforts from Cancola's cross and Purrington's free kick, which uh, missed the target. Watt then went close for the Tangerines with a header after Freeman's cross. But the deadlock was broken by the Staggies after 39 minutes. Purrington fed Callaghan, who found the top corner with a very fine finish indeed. Not a huge amount of power. You could say caressed the ball into the top corner. A sublime finish there. United uh, came back as half-time beckoned. Middleton charged through... On the left hand side, but the keeper blocked it very well indeed for a corner from which he uh, stood up well to what's shot from the follow up. So the action hotting up and getting a bit more exciting as the first half has progressed. So that bodes well for the second period. At half time, though, it's Ross County 1, Dundee United 0.
1: I take it back, Gerard Hughes got all the answers right on the first half teaser. Well done to you, Gerard. Great knowledge. It is half time at Celtic Park. Let's speak to Fraser and Gabriel.
5: 3-0 Celtic at the interval. James Forrest double takes him to 99 goals for the club, or 100 if you listen to David Friel. And Jorgis Jakomakis has the other one, and the hoops are on easy street here. It's a bright start from Celtic. A Hack Haxabanit, most attacking player down the left wing. He made a difference in the ninth minute, cut in from the left, a deep cross to the far post over every hip head, and there was James Forrest to volley the ball back across the goal and give the hoops the perfect start. In the 18th minute, Jorgis Jakomakis struck a really good ball from overlapping. Alexandro Bernabe, a similar goal to last week's winner, actually. Whipped the ball across the ground. Convincing finish, side for Tim by the Greek. In the 24th minute, Celtic pretty much home and hosed. Pax Ivanovic beats his man again. He smashed the ball across. Uh, bounced out to Matt O'Reilly. Had a bite. The shot was flexed into path of James Forrest. Who took one touch and hammered it high at David Marshall. It was a powerful shot, but it should have been a routine save for him. He dropped it. It trickled over the line, and it was three. You've got to say, an absolute howler for the former Scotland keeper. Celtic improved as the half went on, and a right in their stride here, plenty of balls in the box, the front three look really threatening, uh, a great defensive header from Ryan Portridge stops it being four, With Fraser, it's been the perfect day for Celtic so far, and especially James Forrest.
6: Yeah, terrific from James, all the day just come from the left-hand side, as you were saying, Haxabanovich has been outstanding, Bernabe laid on one goal as well, Hattie making the runs in the inside left position but from a Hibbs' point of view far too passive it's been an absolute stroll for Celtic from the start Jakimakis, Forrest, Savanovic, outstanding the Hibbs actually started quite brightly first few minutes they had a few promising attacks it looks like they were going to be positive but since the first goal it's been an absolute stroll Celtic just on absolute easy street and the test for them will be can they just keep going in the second half because Hibs have offered, offered absolutely nothing
5: Yeah that's the question for Celtic you know Ange Postecoglou's motto we never stop they'll be going for goals in the second half and the question is can Forrest get goal number 100 half time here at Celtic Park 3-0 It's
1: also half time in Paisley Roger Hannah. Or
8: at least I thought it was. Let's go to
1: Livingston, David Friel.
8: Half-time Gordon Livingston 1 St Johnston nil. It's Livy who are ahead Thanks to Dylan Baham Bullers goal 10 minutes before the break It's been a decent enough game I spoke beforehand Both sides needed goals And we could have had one inside 10 seconds Jamie Murphy with a great pass Sent Stevie May away The St Johnston strikers volley Trickled just past the post Well they were lively too Curtis Guthrie, the goal ruled out For offside would correct But it was St Johnston who then came close twice In 8 minutes First Stevie May pounced and Nicky Devlin passed back and went through But Shamal George made a really good point back save The ball was cleared James Brown picked it up Cashed a twi- 20-yard 20 20 shot off the underside of that famous Livingston bar. It didn't look over the line, but it probably would be one for VAR moving forward. It was great entertainment at that point, but the game then became really scrappy. There weren't many chances, but Baham Bahambula took matters into his own hands in 35 minutes. He found space at the edge of the box and had a go. The shot took a wicked deflection, I think, off Andy Considine and left Remy Matthews wrong footed. It's probably Harson St Johnson, but Levy half finished the first half strong and now the lead to hold on to. Half time, Livingston won, St Johnson now.
1: Okay, what about Dingwall then for Ross County, Dundee United with Dave Galloway?
9: You've actually been to me Ah uh, for goodness sake Dave So I have him Trying to cope with all these Technical
1: difficulties uh, At Paisley Dave's raging Because he's trying to get back To his second wimpy uh, Of the afternoon I don't think Roger Hanna Have we got you yet? Nah I'll tell you what I'll give him some time To put his new batteries in And we'll get Roger Hanna And a full round up Of the half time scores next
0: The fastest goals. The experts' opinions. This is Clyde One's Super Scoreboard.
1: Going to give you a full roundup of the halftime scores. Can we try Roger, Hannah, and Paisley once more?
7: yeah I think that dodgy technology Gordon spared you from the shortest and bleakest half time report of the day because unfortunately it's St Mirren 0-0, Marnock at half time Kelly started quite brightly, Ash Taylor headed over after four minutes when he really should have hit the target and then Ryan Alibi also he flashed a left foot shot wide of the far post from an angle on the right but St Mirren slowly but surely come into this game it took him 34 minutes to really test the Kelly goalkeeper Zach Heming, a fierce drive from Ryan Strain at the goalie and had to push over the top Heming then punched away across from Marcus Fraser as the St Mirren front two Threading it. So, beginning to get a bit of joy down there, right hand side. Another cross from Strain, Main heading it down, and Jonah a Younger sclaffed a shot and he really should have tested Heming. So, quick in the press, snapping into tackles later in this first half. They sniff a chance to go third tonight with Hibbs losing at Celtic Park. And then, a stoppage time at the end of the first half, the best chance of the first half, delivery from the left, a flying, diving header from Curtis Main on the six yard line, just went inches beyond the far post. Stephen Robinson will be desperate to maintain the momentum in the second half, but he needs. A goal. St Mirren nil, Comarnac nil. Okay, here's your
1: picture then at half time in the Scottish Premiership. Celtic three, Hibs nil, Livingston one, St Johnston nil, Ross County one, Dundee United nil, and as you heard, St Mirren nil. Kilmarnock nil. Into the Championship, it's Cove Rangers nil, Inverness one, Dundee one, Air United nil, Hamilton Ackeys nil, Partick Thistle one, Morton nil, Wraith Rovers nil. Uh, Into League one, goalless Allowa against Airdrie and Dumfermline, FC Edinburgh and Kelty Hearts against Clyde. It's Montrose one, Falkirk one and Queen of the South one, Peterhead nil. Uh, Goals. across Scottish League 2 Annan 1 Stranwar 0 Bonnie Rig Rose 1 East Fife 0 Dumbarton 1 Albion Rovers 1 Elgin City 0 Forford Athletic 1 and Stenhouse Muir 1 Stirling Albion 1 the English Premier League to finish off if you're interested the full time score was Leicester 0 Palace 0 at the break Fulham 1 Bournemouth 2 Wolves 0 Forest 0 the rest of the second half action coming up next